Hey guys, welcome back to Gaming Trend Podcast. This is episode 10, and unlike most episodes, this is going to be a pure informational one. So Ooh. this is a Game Zone episode. Ooh, game Zone! <laughs> I am your host, Erica, and I am joined with... Oh, just the same old everyday run-of-the-mill John. Game Zone episode! We will be talking about the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and all of the amazing games that have been released in the past couple days. Oh, and there are so many! So, so many! many. <laughs> we're going to try to stick to 30 minutes. I don't know how we're going to do this, but we're going to try. <laughs> oh, but there's so much stuff. So much stuff. There is. I might just, if I start running through games, just just go with it. Just so. Oh, good thing I took my speed. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and just dive into it. PlayStation 5, new accessories, including a new headset, the Pulse 3D, um, which is more than likely takes advantage of the ray tracing audio technology in the PS5. It's also coming with a media remote. It's just like a little tiny remote that also controls the PlayStation as well. Um, updated camera. And it's also going green. Both Xbox and the PlayStation, they want to do more from the environment. So they have a energy-saving mode. It's saying it's going to release in the holiday 2020 season. But again, dates keep getting pushed back. COVID's happening. Everything is crazy. Now, the one thing that I love about the PlayStation 5 is this controller. Have you seen what this con controller can do? Uh, No, not yet. I've been... Kind of uh, being a central worker right now, so. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it's going to be DualSense controller, right? But it's not going to be the rumble that we've grown up with, okay? It's going to be a haptic feedback now. And again, it replaces the older rumble sensations. With the haptic feedback, you're going to be able to feel textures and collisions. It's going to be... I guess more hands on instead of just feeling rumble, rumble, rumble. Aww, so. I love the back massage though. <laughs> I remember stuff from the 360 had like apps you can download. It's like, here's Shiatsu, just set the controller on your back. No, but I mean, when you can think about it, when your character is picking up something, it's picking up a fabric, touching it, your controller is going to give you that feeling of that texture. And I mean, everyone's raving about this new controller that they're having. Um, it has a built-in microphone, built-in speaker, so you don't even have to have a headset for this thing anymore. Yeah, I, I, that I did catch, because, uh, <laughs> well me doing what I do, like, I managed to catch a little bit of the stuff, and yeah, how the speakers and the microphone, like, right next to each other on the bottom. Mm hmm But with the whole haptic thing, we feel the textures, I can see this taking a left turn. <laughs> We're just gonna go with it. <laughs> uh, another one of these things is the adaptive L2 and R2 triggers. The programmers of the video games can program certain aspects, certain times where it can build the resistance of a trigger. So imagine pulling back the bow of an arrow. They can make the trigger tighten up so that it feels like you're actually pulling back the bow. And I don't know what it is, but that just like fucking blows my mind. Like that they can do that. This reminds me of the old force feedback on those... Uh race car game steering wheels you hit the wall yes it, it that is exactly yes yeah. yes it's exactly what it is uh i'm i'm really excited even though the playstation 5 looks like a villain with a popped up collar i mean it's a pretty it's a pretty nice looking playstation i love i love the fact that it has a hard state and a disc 
Yeah, I'll, I'll t- I'm always going to take the disc version just because I will always I want to have the thing in my hand, but hopefully yes. it won't be like the di- the debacle that was Bioshock Two, where all of the extra stuff was already on the disc, but you had to pay to unlock the content from the disc. See, the thing about like just buying the game itself, like online. I just feel like you're losing out money because it's like, oh, I can buy it online or I can actually go get the disc and they're the same amount of money. If I play the game and I don't have the disc, what if I wanted to sell it? I never sell my video games, but what if I really wanted to sell it? Like, I can't get back money on something that I don't have a physical copy of. And then at the same time, I buy a lot of my games pre-owned, you know, like save some money. So I, again, I'm like you, I'll, I'll always get a disc format over anything. Um, Xbox Series X, before we go into, like, the specifications between both of these, Xbox Series X, um, this is just actually one of the consoles Microsoft is releasing. They said they're gonna, they're gonna release another platform in the Microsoft family, but they're not talking about it yet, so I don't know if that means that they're gonna do, like, a solid state form, like PlayStation's doing, and then also disc form, because they're just releasing the disc platform. There's a lot of rumors that Xbox might be cheaper than the PlayStation 5, because last roundabout, they tried to go more expensive, and people were like, we're not fucking buying your shit. (laughs) And so they, they even said they learned from that lesson, and they're not gonna overprice their equipment and drive away sales. So they've learned from that. So I'm excited to hear that. (laughs) Xbox and PlayStation, they're not releasing their prices until one of them fucking releases it. And I'm kind of like, y'all, like Xbox usually releases their stuff in October, November, um, right around Thanksgiving. So I want to know who's going to release their price first. Like, (laughs) like, it's just so funny how they're like, y'all not going to release this price? No. Well, I guess I'm not going to release my price either. (laughs) Uh, looking at a couple of things, and so far, all of the analyst predictions coming up from Tech Radar and Game Radar and GameSpot, they're all saying it's going to be about ballpark about $500. See, like, that, that, that's what's confusing because there's rumors saying that Xbox is going to be cheaper than the PlayStation, but then when you talk to experts, they're saying, no, the Xbox looks like it's going to be more expensive. So it's kind of contradicting each other. So I don't know what to think about it. Um, I do like how the Xbox Series X is they're going to let you use your accessories from your Xbox One. So you can carry that right over. Oh, there you go. You got the controllers already. Might as well add a couple more. Xbox Series X is like a beast. I mean, this thing is huge. Like it's a mini PC. Oh, yeah. Especially I'm looking at the specs side by side right now. It's like... Right. Just a couple of different things on here between the two, but not much. They are very, very close together. Um, The audio specs look better on the PlayStation 5. VR, PlayStation already says they're going to do it. It's already there. (laughs) Xbox Series X is like, oh, we need to make sure the game system and everything's okay before we talk about VR. So they haven't even talked about doing VR yet. So that's a downside as well. I mean, they both have great notable launch games coming out. And they've even released it. I mean... This is like the closest I've ever seen them to come. Usually one of them's like, wow, you know, the PlayStation's so much better. Or wow, the Xbox has so much more games that are coming out right then and there. But this, this is just so close. Yeah, it's going to be definitely a division with gamers. Like, which team are they? Team PlayStation or Team Xbox? (laughs) No, no, no. No, 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 no. It's Team Wi-Fi Router. (laughs) Team Fridge and Team Toaster. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's what they look like. It looks like a Wi-Fi router, and the Xbox Series X looks like a fridge. There, it's. I mean, it's massive. So some of the most notable PlayStation 5 games that are going to be put out there. Uh, the first one I want to say is the Spider-Man Miles Morales video game. Now, there have been so many rumors about this video game. A lot of these video games are very hush-hush. They're not even telling you what it's about. There are some rumors saying that this is an extended remaster of the original game. Some are saying this is a downloadable content that continues on the second game. And then some of them are just saying it's a standalone video game. So I have no idea <laughs> what this game is. I mean, they're just throwing everyone for a loop. But I'm excited. I'm excited to see Miles Morales. I love the movie. He's great in the comics. I'm excited to see this video game. I do love the Spider-Man games. Just because I can just fling my body anywhere into a building. I know multiple, <laughs> multiple friends who spent hours upon hours upon hours playing the Spider-Man game on the PlayStation 4. So I know this is going to be a great game. A game that I am v- I'm very much looking forward to is the Resident Evil 8 Village. Yes, Chris Redfield is back, y'all. I'm talking about OG Resident Evil 1. Uh, okay, there's a lot of rumors saying that he's evil. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. Um, there's going to be witches. There are going to be werewolves. It's like old-timey village, old-timey outfits. Like, there's a lady releasing bugs. Like, I don't know what's going on. Uh, it's, it's, it's absolutely crazy. It's seven years after um, Resident Evil 7. So we still have Ethan, okay? And there's rumors that Ethan's baby has something to do with this video game. I'm excited, I mean, this is, I'm, I'm usually not excited for Resident Evil games because I think that they've fallen so far <laughs> from, from where they started. I mean, come on, man. They have. <laughs> Last one was, was crap. I'm sorry. I did not like it. Well, they're, they're basic just shoot em up games now. There's yeah. There's no storyline to it. No, and it's just like, uh, they're not really zombies either. Like, they're just weird characters like i love the zombie aspect i i love the chemical bio warfare zombies but then these people are just kind of just like experiments in a sense like i don't feel the zombie feel like that i used to get but that that's my thing there's lots of people that like it they make lots of money so they're doing something right next one ratchet and clank rift apart now this game really shows the capabilities of the PlayStation 5. At one point during the trailer, Ratchet and Clank were going through dimension, through dimension, through dimension, and it was showing how much the PlayStation 5 kept going. It, it, there was no buffer. There was no nothing. It was it was just constant and amazing. Beautiful, beautiful. But I do love Ratchet and Clank just because I played a lot of them. Never got to finish any of them. But it is, like I said, I, I watched the trailer. It's like, wow, this thing really is... Th- only way you can really achieve that constant texture change right. at such the rate it has is for the system being solid state. That's yes. the only way. Yes. No, I mean, I mean that's true. The, the game looks awesome. Um, at the end, it looks like Ratchet and Clank gets separated, and then you're introduced to a new mysterious Lobax, which is the little raccoon dude with the ears, kind of raccoon looking. New characters, separation. We will see, we will see what's going on. And our last one, and our favorite one we will talk about is Stray, where we play a kitty cat, kitty kitty cat. (laughs) And no, the game does not center around looking for cuddles. (laughs) So 
with Stray, we actually have some information on. Um, this is from Stream itself. Lost, alone, and separated from family, a stray cat must untangle an ancient mystery to escape a long-forgotten city. Stray is a third-person cat adventure game that admits the detailed neon-lit alleys of a decaying cyber city and the murky environments of its seedy underbelly. Rome's surroundings high and low defend against unforeseen threats and solve the mysteries of the unwelcoming place inhabited by nothing but unassuming droids and dangerous creatures. I mean, it's, it's a crazy. I mean, it's robots. It's a robot city. There's I didn't see any humans throughout the whole trailer. And you just see the kitty cat, just kitty cat walking around with a backpack. And I'm like, I want to play kitty cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but seeing the graphics, I hope that, that what they showed in the trailer for that one was actual how it's actually going to look doing, during game. Oh, it is. It is. Um, I mean, you haven't been over forever, but just PlayStation 4 graphics, bro. I'm talking about fucking legit. It is amazing graphics. I I can't imagine how PlayStation 5 is going to beat that. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Even though I just dropped like so much money on PlayStation 4, I'm just going to buy another PlayStation. So <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to see what's going to go happen. Uh, Xbox X Series X games, which are also going to be on the Xbox One, perhaps. Anyway, these are their top games. The first one we're going to talk about is The Ascent. Welcome to The Ascent Group Arcology, a self-contained, corporate-run metropolis stretching high into the sky and filled with creatures from all over the galaxy. You play as a worker enslaved by the company that owns you and everyone else in your district. You get this done, whatever menial task is given. One day, while sent on a routine assignment to make use of your skills with a cyber deck, you are suddenly caught in a vortex of catastrophic events. The Ascent Group, the largest mega corporation on the planet, shuts down for unknown reasons, causing the automated security system to go haywire. The survival of your district is threatened. Rival corporations are trying to force appropriation and crime syndicates are looking to boost their black market augmented trade. You must take up arms to stop them from seizing control and embark on a new mission to find out what started it all. So, I mean, again, it's very metropolis. It's very, like, rundown cyber. I like it. And it's also very MMO style. You know what I'm talking about? Like, the way that it's laid out, and then you have the groups, and then you have your attack zones. So, I, I can see a lot of people enjoying this type of game. And you act like I've never played MMOs. <laughs> I'm so, I mean, there's people that don't play. I'm So, I'm, like, saying, like, how it's kind of like MMOs. Like, I don't play MMOs, but I know what... Like, don't fucking <laughs> come at me, man. <laughs> During my run, I read on it before it, my computer decided to poop. <laughs> I do like the dystopian era that they are going with on this. I do. I feel like a lot of games are going for that, which I don't dislike. I can play a lot of dystopian games and still be like, I'm not tired of this. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it is a very common theme that's been happening in the past couple of years. Oh, you know, one one developer takes off with it, and it's doing great, so everyone just follows along. That's always how it is. Um, another one uh, kind of flew under the radar. I mean, at least for me, I didn't see it until I started digging. A game called The Medium. Um, you become a medium living in two different worlds, the real one and the spirit one. Haunted by the vision of a child's murder, you travel to an abandoned hotel resort, which many years ago became the stage of an unthinkable tragedy. There you begin your search for difficult answers. 
It actually, what's really cool about this is it has the Silent Hill composer Akira doing the music for this. So, I mean, you can tell this game is going to be legit. I saw the commercials. I'm excited. The commercial shows a pregnant woman. She's getting her, like, belly scanned. She goes to a church to pray. And then all of a sudden, her worlds start shifting. And that's, I mean, I'm guessing that's because she's awakening as a medium. Hopefully this will be a lot better than a game that was similar to this back in the day for the 360, which was Heavy Rain. Ah, yeah. You know how they recycle games, man. I know. (laughs) But it's just like, hopefully it'll be a lot better than that one. <laughs> that one was depressing. <laughs> a lot of depressing. Now, um, we talked about the PlayStation 5. We've talked about Xbox One Series X. We've talked about their game releases. Some of you might not be into indie games. John and I love us some indie games. Something called the Gorilla Collective happened this week. And it was just like a whole online E3 for indie games. It was amazing. It displayed and talked about a lot of games that that John and I have already discussed, that we've already discussed with Gaming Trend. So these are just some of them. (laughs) Like, there's so many games. So these are just some of them that we'll go over. All right. First one, A Juggler's Tale. The string puppet Abby flees from her captors into freedom and adventure, a world of beauty and wonder, but also danger. She finds herself in a war-torn medieval fairy tale surrounded by ravaged, starving citizens and hunted by the relentless cutthroat Tonda. (laughs) Who can she trust? Can she avoid the traps of betrayal? Despite the dangling from her threads, Abby learns that she can still influence her destiny if only by winning over the audience. And this is available on all platforms. Yes. Uh, (laughs) So this reminds me a lot of Unravel. She is a string puppet doll. So there's certain things she can't do because her strings will get caught. And her strings are always present. And that's, I guess that's why it reminds me of Unravel. You control her. I mean, I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see what this is. I'm excited to play it. I picked this game because it has fucking Ron Perlman in it. He's the lead dude. Uh, it's called West of Dead. So you step in the boots of a dead man, William Mason, voiced by Ron Perlman, and descend into the grim and gritty world of purgatory in this fast-paced cover shooter, which combines the fluidity of twin-stick controls and tactical cover usage. But your skills to test, dodge behind cover as you try to outgun your enemies in the unknown, procedurally generated hunting grounds. The Wild West has never been this dark. Uh, so it's on Xbox and stream it's ron perlman so i think this game is gonna be good (laughs) especially that voice of his damn oh i know that's what i'm saying i'm like why wouldn't you want to play as soon as the game started playing i was like what what (laughs) who this (laughs) that's my boy ron that's what it is (laughs) and then we have ultra kill it's a fast-paced ultra violent Old-school FPS that fuses together classic shooters like Quake, modern shooters like Doom 2016, and character action games like Devil May Cry. Mankind has gone extinct, and the only beings left on Earth are machines fueled by blood. But now that blood is starting to run out on the surface, machines are racing from the depths of hell in search of more. Yes! Available on Windows (laughs) and Linux. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now, dude, this is straight. This is like straight 
Quake and Doom. I just had to put it on a list. It gave me the chills. It reminded me of when I was a kid. This game looks legit, and you can go to their website now to get like a free demo. So if you're into it, check it out. Now, the next game I put on here, I put on here because it was so freaking cute. Like, it is the cutest, freakingest, cutest game I've ever seen since Animal Crossing New Horizons, oh, and that's saying something. I know. Oh. It's called it's called Haven. You and Kay have escaped to a forgotten planet. Play the two lovers settling in an unknown world. Survive together, glide over the plains, camp, restore the planet, fight if you have to. All that matters is that you stay together. And it's an adventure RPG, and it's going to be released on all systems. It is, like, the cutest little thing I've ever seen. It's adorable. I want to I wanna get into more of it. Like, I feel like they haven't released all that's going to happen. I'm expecting tragedy. I mean, these, ki- these kids look like they're, like, early 20s. So I'm expecting ro- um, tragedy romance. Mm, that would be interesting right there. Families come, the families come find them. And then they realize that they have to kill each other. What? We're not talking about Romeo and Juliet. Like, we're not doing that. <laughs> well, you said tragedy, that's so that's the first thing that came no, to mind. Oh my god. First of all, Romeo and Juliet were like twelve and thirteen. And if you realize like a twelve and thirteen year old like killed six people or were responsible for six deaths over like a week and then they killed themselves, I mean, this is just a really messed up story. It's a typical day in the sixteen hundreds. <laughs> And now for the next game on the list. Gory! Gory! The Cuddly Carnage! Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Come hang out with Frank. The razor-sharp hoverboard and... Chip? Chip. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) CH1-P. The depressed modular AI that's constantly complaining as you wipe out hordes of cuddly and terrible toys. All while playing as Gory, the most adorable and badass cat in the world. This cuddly crew gets unwillingly dragged into a battle that wiped out all humans and laid waste to everything on Earth. But that wasn't cute and cuddly enough for the adorable army. The horde of mutated, bloodthirsty toys that only you can destroy. Available on Windows. Yes, it is super adorable. You play Gory, and he's a little kitty cat, and he just meows. And I love how developers are like, they want kitty cats, let's give them kitty cats. (laughs) This reminds me of a character from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It's funny because it's like when you first see the game before all the carnage, you're like, oh, this is something I would get my daughter. And then you see all the carnage and like, this is something I get my daughter. And then my son steals from my daughter and ruins it. <laughs> but still with the depressed AI, it's, it is like Marvin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> from Hitchhiker's Guide. The next game I chose specifically for you, Miller, okay? Jane Silent Bob, Chronic Blunt Punch. Oh, yeah! (laughs) Jane Silent Bob's customers are gone, and they're on a mission to find out why. Their search soon leads them to this sparkling new mega mall, which is almost a city unto itself, complete with apartments, restaurants, hospitals, and schools. On the surface, the mall seems a utopia. But as our heroes soon discover, once a would-be patron of this paradise enters, they find they can't make their way out. Before long, the power of the place mesmerizes them, and they no longer remember their lives before becoming permanent citizens of the Galleria. (laughs) Sounds about right. What? (laughs) Who's responsible for this diabolical labyrinth? What do they want? Will Jay and Silent Bob ever find the Orange Julius? (laughs) 
<laughs> Only time will tell. It's going to release on the PS4, Xbox, and PC. Okay, and this would be a perfect thing for VR. Yes! Oh my gosh, but it is a side-scrolling game. They made this game so it's easy, super easy for first-time gamers. And then for gamers who are more experienced, they can just like dive in, sink their teeth into it. And a great thing about this is it was a crowdfunding game too. Oh God. Like, like how you're saying it's easy to play. Yeah, when you're stoned out of your mind, you can play this. <laughs> I mean, if you see some of these characters, it's amazing. And it does have that RPG aspect into it where you can encounter people and then you can reply to them with classic Jay and Silent Bob sayings. I mean, not so much Silent Bob, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> well, if he does, you can have like one monologue a day. <laughs> oh, but that just... Is, wow, it's like mall rats on steroids. Yes, that is exactly what it is. The people who made this game, they were like, why haven't they made a video game yet? Why? And then they jumped right into it. Huh, I wonder if they're going to have any of the voices of Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes in it. Yes, they were uh, They were both very adamantly in the making of this video game. They were in the video talking about the game. Yeah, I'm going to have to buy this now. Thank you. <laughs> You're putting me more in You're welcome. Back. You're welcome. <laughs> we go to Star Renegades. Strategy RPG about outsmarting AI-driven adversaries, forging friendships like My Little Pony, and <laughs> toppling galactic empires spanning over multiple generations. Okay, we've gone to Star Wars now. <laughs> Fusing a reactive tactical turn-based battle system that emphasizes interrupts and counters with a procedurally generated and emergent mission-based campaign. And an intelligent adversary system with enemy officers that evolve and move up in ranks. Every playthrough is unique, challenging, and never the same. Wow. So we got, let's see. We have Terminators. Yes. We have My Little Pony. <laughs> and then we in, have... In we spirit. Have, and then Star Wars. So, okay. So, again, I chose this game. You remember when we played video games back in the day and the cutscenes were pretty much what we lived for? Because the graphics weren't there, but damn, those cutscenes were amazing, right? They're just movies in themselves. I watched the trailer for this, and it's exactly the same thing. The cutscenes were just like little anime snippets, and then the playthrough was, I mean, it wasn't bad, but again, we're not talking about some, you know, Final Fantasy VII on the PlayStation 4 kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it brought me back to my childhood. Yeah, your childhood was my middle, was my elect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm younger than you, Miller. I cannot control this. Because <laughs> <laughs> I grew up with Frogger. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, uh, listen, that with the cutscenes, just exactly the game, that is going to be a lot better than like how many of the other games have previously been because well, technology hasn't come up that fast in console, any kind of these games at all. So that's going to be wonderful to watch. Like, Are you watching a cutscene or are you watching your gameplay? You don't know. You're watching cutscenes if it's nice. <laughs> uh, the last game that we're going to talk about, um, this is probably one of the funner ones that we have. It is Midnight Ghost Hunt. Play as either ghosts or ghost hunters against other players. The ghosts hide inside inconspicuous furniture and hurl themselves at invading hunters. The hunters must find and destroy all of the ghosts before the clock strikes midnight. At midnight, all dead ghosts return as vengeful spirits. The tables turn, and the hunters become the hunted. They must try to survive the ghost onslaught until they can escape. Okay, Scooby-Doo on crack. 
<laughs> no, it's more like Luigi's Haunted Mansion on crack. <laughs> yeah. Like when I saw it, I was like, oh shit, we up in Luigi's crib right now? Like what's going on? <laughs> but it's it's very like the same tropes, like with the old furniture, possessions, stuff like that. This is like a real fun game to play with your friends. And so that's why I put this in here because a lot of these games, totally you can do co-op, you know, split screen, whatever. But this is like for a group of good friends. I need more controllers to play on Steam. <laughs> well, if, I mean, if you play on Steam, you, you guys just, like, play on your own computers. Uh, I guess the first time using Steam, I'm still learning some of the things on it. <laughs> but that, that is all the games that we had for our Guerrilla Collective and all the games that we have for today's episode. I'm so excited. There Again, there are so many more games that we... Halo. I mean, we... <laughs> wait, did we not talk about Halo? Shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> Halo Infinite on Xbox, guys. (laughs) We totally ran through that, man. No, I mean, we don't have to talk about it. It's fine. It's Halo. Everybody knows Halo. Yeah, everyone knows who Halo is. I mean, what Halo is. We already know Xbox puts out a game. Xbox will put out a game 20 years in the future, 40 years in the future, and we will still see Master Chief. (laughs) Halo is with them, okay? (laughs) Yeah, Halo will keep coming like those Rocky movies back in my day. There you go. (laughs) Uh, but again, you can follow me at the Raging Erica. That's Erica with the C. And you can follow me on everything that's under Dogfin Studios. Thank you guys for tuning in and catch us next week. <laughs>